Hey friends, welcome to Tough Cookie Talks. Before we get into today's episode, I gotta tell you about Kettlebell Social. It's here. Kettlebell Social is my newly revamped online strength training program and community for women who like to do hard things but are trying to be more chill in their approach to fitness. It's opening for enrollment September 18th, 2023. So depending on when you're listening to this, you can go to the link in the show notes and either get yourself on the interest list or just sign up and join us. Here's the deal. Your workouts are meant to enhance your life, not consume it. You maybe love to work out, but like you have a whole ass life to live outside of the gym. You're so over using exercise to shrink yourself and you love feeling like a badass, but you also need it to be fun and flexible and free. And you're ready to start questioning the arbitrary rules around fitness and stop following advice that wasn't meant for you. If this sounds like you, we're your people. Come play inside of Kettlebell Social. You can check out the link in the show notes for more info. Welcome to Tough Cookie Talks. I'm your host, Jenna Josephowski, but you can call me Jenna J. I'm a semi-retired professional dancer, dance teacher, and yoga teacher, turned certified personal trainer and kettlebell instructor who helps active women learn to lift and get strong with equal parts challenge and compassion. After years of working in the fitness industry, I got sick and tired of watching people, including myself, run themselves into the ground, trying to uphold the narrow-minded image of what our culture sees as healthy and fit. But instead of giving it all up, I decided that I'd rather change the game, call out the BS, extract the good, and help others learn to use movement as a way to build themselves up rather than tear themselves down. On this podcast, we'll explore the intersection of fitness and anti-diet culture and all the gray areas in between. We'll let go of shoulds and judgments and dig into tough conversations with curiosity. Things get pretty spicy around here, so grab your headphones and let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to Tough Cookie Talks. Today I'm here recording a solo episode that is essentially about to be a love letter to kettlebells. But I just got to tell you, as I just mentioned, I am so fucking pumped today. If you have been on Instagram, you know that I just released the revamp refresh, whatever we want to call it, of my online program that is now called Kettlebell Social. And I'm just, I'm so, ah, I'm so excited about it. I'm just so excited for the new energy that this is um, going to bring and the community that we're building in there. But yeah, kettlebells, I fucking love them. And today I want to talk about first my backstory with them and then also some reasons why you might want to consider incorporating them into your training if you're not already doing that. So yeah, my backstory with kettlebells, they were my intro to strength training. My friend Ashley taught me how to use them and she actually recorded an episode on here with me. It's episode 44. It's called Toning is for Printers, an unfiltered convo with Ashley Broadhead, the friend who taught me to lift heavy shit. Wow, that's a really long title. But she did. Kettlebells were my gateway to a new way to seeing exercise because for the first time ever, the point wasn't burning calories or to get toned or anything like that. The point was to master new skills, to play and to fuck around and find out how strong I actually was. I have such fond, fond memories of that time where I would meet up with her 
the gym that she worked at after she was done training clients. And we would just like take a bunch of kettlebells out onto the turf and we would play and wow. I'm just, I'm yeah, I'm looking back, just reminiscing, feeling so, um, just excited to be able to share that with you all today. So uh, fun story though, when I was prepping for this episode, I referred back to an Instagram reel that I recorded to the corn song. Do you remember the corn song? The little boy that loved corn. He's like, it's corn. Um, but <laughs> at that point, and maybe I'll link to that one in the show notes. I basically choreographed a whole damn musical about, um, why I love kettlebells, the way that little boy loved corn. And, uh, so some of these are joking. Um, I use that as inspiration, but a lot of them are real and there's a lot of truth to them. And there's a reason, uh, that I love to nerd out over kettlebells, use them a lot in my programming and teach them to any client who is down to learn about them. So let's get into it. Some things I love about them, some different things that you can do with them, reasons to love them and incorporate them too. The first thing that I said about them um, is that they're big metal balls and they're badass, which sounds like such a dumb reason. Um, But honestly, I don't know about you. I love feeling like a badass and there is something about having like a big metal ball with a handle and being able to carry that around that does just kind of make you feel like a badass. I also feel like there's this, uh, there's this elusive thing kind of to kettlebells. You know what I mean? Like they're there at the gym, but I feel like they're not as commonly used as some of the other equipment. Um, so sometimes, you know, you look at them and it's like, what do I do with that? Well, I'm going to tell you because it is a whole lot of good shit. So in getting into some of the things that you can do with kettlebells, um, essentially anything. It is a full body workout with one tool. And so I'm just going to toss out some of the things that you can do with kettlebells. And if you're not sure, go to my Instagram. I've got dozens and dozens of examples of different things. A lot of times I think we see kettlebells primarily being swung, but you can do deadlifts with them. You can do single leg exercises with them, like single leg squats and deadlifts. You can do regular squats, goblet squats. You can hold one in the rack position. That's where it's resting on your forearm. Two of them at the same time to go for some heavier squats when you don't have barbells. You can do lunges, which I know aren't necessarily everybody's favorites, uh, but you can do them. You can do Turkish get-ups, which are a super fun core exercise and really like full body multi everything. Obviously you can swing them with two hands on one bell with one hand with, you can have like double bells, like one in each hand. You can clean them from the ground, pulling them into the rack position and doing other things, using them to transition into kettlebell complexes. You can press them overhead slowly, military press. You can do like a quick push press. You can clean and jerk them. You can snatch them. You can do rows with them, pulling like all different kinds of variations. You can hold them bottoms up. I could go on and on and fucking on. And if you're not sure like what half of that shit is that I'm talking about, it's all stuff that I teach clients when they work with me. And you definitely don't have to know what all of those movements are to get started with kettlebells. You can simply use them in a lot of ways, in the same ways that you would use like a dumbbell or a barbell or any kind of weight in exercises that you're already 
doing. I also just love their shape personally. It's um like the, the aerodynamics, I guess, makes them really good for swinging, which is what they're commonly known for. And in a way uh, that's way better than dumbbells. I'm not trying to be like, I don't know, a snob about this, but sometimes I'll see people in like group classes, for example, um, using dumbbells to swing because that's what they have in the group fitness studio. Aerodynamics of a kettlebell are way better for swinging. They're a whole lot better when it comes to uh, shoulder stability, when you're doing things like overhead presses or, um, you know, even carrying them and stuff like that. Just the way that they're shaped, I think makes it easier to do a whole lot of other things with them. I need to come up for air, like talking really fast. Those are some of the things you can do with them. Um, but one of the other things that I love about them is that they come in a variety of weights and sizes. No shit, Sherlock, as weight should. But as I sit here in my she shed right now, and I look at my entire spectrum of kettlebells, I have, I have a lot of bells in here. You can get really small ones and do different kinds of upper body work with them or mobility work. That's what they tend to be better for. You can get like super big ass ones, do heavy deadlifts with them. There's a lot of versatility and flexibility. And I got to tell you, in spite of the fact that I have a shit ton of them in my shed and my husband jokes that I'm a kettlebell hoarder, they don't take up a whole lot of space. I have them lined up right next to my little bench. I still have plenty of room to move without having to buy like 9,000 pieces of equipment that take up space in my small space. So there's that. Another perk about them is that they're portable and they're very easy to take different places. So yes, you can use kettlebells at the gym. As I mentioned, I have a bunch of them in my shed. Before I had a she shed, I used to keep them in my living room and they were really easy to hide behind like, you know, decorative things when you want your house to look like a house and not a gym. Um, and you can also take them outside, which is so, so fun because of the fact that you can do so many things with them and get a full body workout with them. You can take a couple of them, carry them into your yard. I've taken kettlebells to the beach before, and you can do your thing with them in basically any setting. I've even traveled with them, like gone to my parents' house for extended visits and stuff like that. And, you know, done them on their patio and stuff. So I love that portability. The other thing on the line of that portability, and I'm not sure if you feel this way at all. Um, they're great to hide in a corner with at the gym, because I don't know about you, but as much as I am a gym goer and I love working out at a gym, sometimes I just don't want to people you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't, I don't want to deal with people. I don't want people in my workout space. I don't want to have to like ask somebody if they're done with that machine so that I can hop in there and do something. Like, I just want to have my things and do my things and not be bothered and not talk to anybody. So I love going to the gym. And if I'm doing a kettlebell based workout, take a couple of bells, put them in the corner of the gym, put my headphones on. I can do my thing there and nobody bothers me. And it is glorious. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, I mentioned before that 
you can do complexes with them. Kettlebell complexes are essentially when you string together several movements. I've had a lot of clients describe kettlebell complexes as feeling kind of like a dance routine, which obviously me as a dancer, they really appeal in that way. But you can string multiple things together. And not only are those fun, but they're a really great way to kind of hit up your whole body in a short amount of time. And because it's continuous, it's actually a really great way to incorporate some sneaky cardio and conditioning. So if you're somebody like me who knows that you could benefit from doing a little bit more cardio, like your heart needs a little help, um, kettlebells can be really great for that, especially when you're doing something like a complex, because you're doing something at a steady pace over and over again. um, And it really gets your heart rate up in a way that can be very, very fun. Another thing is that you can get a really nice home gym started with just a few sizes. So I talked about enjoying going to the gym and enjoying using kettlebells at the gym. But if you're somebody who doesn't like to go to the gym or maybe you do, but you just don't always have time to get there or want the option to lift from home, you can get a really nice home gym started with just a few sizes. Typically when I start out with new clients, particularly virtual ones who I'm training from home, I ask them to get three, like a light, a medium, a heavy relative to them. And we can really get by and get a lot of good strength training done and learn a lot of things and do a lot of good work in a couple of months with just three kettlebells, um, you know, and maybe a couple of other small pieces of equipment, but there are really good base for that. They're also, in my opinion, a little bit more beginner friendly than my friend, the barbell. Now I'm not trying to knock the barbell. I love barbells and some members inside of kettlebell social, those who have been with me for a long time actually have barbell options inside of their programming, but it takes time to build up to using something like the barbell. And there's not as much of a like setup and learning curve that needs to happen with them. So if you're somebody who maybe hasn't done a lot of barbell work, you've never done it at all, or maybe you did it like a little bit in high school when you were conditioning for a sport, but now you're not doing that anymore. I think kettlebells are a really nice way to build to the barbell. If that's something that you're wanting to do in the near future. One thing that I like to tell clients a lot, if they're curious about bridging that gap is that a standard barbell, like the bar itself typically weighs about 45 pounds. And so it's pretty easy to gauge where you are strength wise by using a similar weight and doing things like squats and deadlifts, um, and presses with a kettlebell of a similar size. And then, you know, for yourself, if you're starting to get up there, you know, using 45 pounds or more with your kettlebells for certain things, then, you know, okay, Hey, I think I'm probably ready. I'm doing deadlifts with, uh, with a 24 K the 53 pound kettlebell. So I think now I can jump up to the barbell and start working on that. And that is pretty fucking cool, but it's also a nice way to build up to it. The other deal with barbells is inevitably, first of all, most gyms have their barbells, like their squat racks and stuff like that, and bench presses straight out 
in the open in the middle of everything. A lot of them maybe don't have like a lot of them. So you're at odds with whoever else wants to use that very large piece of equipment. And then you have to deal with the setup. You know what I mean? So it's like, ugh, you have to like put the plates on and then you have to clip it in. And if you have those, like the J clips, you got to squeeze them really tight and get it on. And it's awkward. And then if you're like, like me, then like the dude bros at your gym, don't put their weights back. And then you have to, you know, take eight laps around the gym to find the plates you want. And it's like a whole thing to set up. And so that's one of the reasons why I love kettlebells, because you can still get a lot of good weight going with a couple of them without having to like make it a whole thing or like set up a fucking squat rack in your house. If you're a worker outer from home. So all of those things, and then generally speaking, it's fun. Kettlebells are fun, especially I think about swings. Swinging can be so, so fun, especially if you were a kid who liked playing on playgrounds when you were a kid and liked the feeling of being on a swing. I don't necessarily have like the exact science behind this, but what's wild, um, is that I've been learning a lot lately having, um, a son who is a toddler. Um, apparently he's a sensory seeker. Um, that's a thing like with, with kids now, if you have them, you know, we're just talking about all the different things about sensory issues, um, that we didn't know about in the past, but in learning about my son being a sensory seeker, I realized that, um, I, I think I'm also, a sensory seeker and have found, um, that swinging like that motion of swinging can be very good for emotional regulation, regulating the nervous system. Um, you know, not just whether you're like a seeker or you're somebody like me who has ADHD. I've heard, um, that that's just really great for a lot of like nervous system regulation and emotional regulation. So I think it's cool. And not really surprising that I gravitated towards something like kettlebell swings. I've also got to tell you um, that it's really great for rage. Like sometimes you just want to like scream into the abyss and like punch a wall or like throw something across, I don't know, your yard, (laughs) like throw a brick. Uh, I've been ragey a lot this year, but I find that kettlebells are really good for releasing that because a lot of the movements that you do with kettlebells mimic the idea of throwing, like snatching in particular, like throwing something into the air, punching the ceiling as you drop that weight back down to the ground, like that power that you need to do certain movements, particularly ballistics, like snatches, like swings can be really good for releasing rage. And I think me in particular, but probably also you have had a lot of that lately. Those are just a few of the reasons I am sure that I could think of a whole lot more and I probably will. And when I do, I will share them. Um, But much like the corn boy, when I started lifting them, everything changed. And it really did because I think about the way that my approach to fitness was in the past uh, prior to starting getting more serious about strength training, but also working with kettlebells. And I felt like my world was so small. First of all, 
I just didn't know like the wealth of different exercises that one could do with a kettlebell or at the gym period, because I was too busy trying to do the things that produced the most sensation. You know what I mean? Like trying to do the things that got me the most out of breath, the most sweaty, the one elliptical at the gym that burned the most calories, the one ab exercise that got me like the most burn. And that kept me kind of spinning in circles, getting nowhere. And it was really frustrating and also kept me really limited in what kinds of movements I could do when I was always chasing sensation, always chasing a calorie burn, always chasing numbers. But when I started working with kettlebells, it just opened up all of these possibilities of learning different things because there's, there's a technique to it. It's a skill, um, And not in a way that's like, oh, you have to have perfect form and like make your squat look like a textbook. But it's like, oh, I've never done this before. To me, it almost felt like, um, you know, like learning a new sport or learning a new style of dance or, you know, even almost like an art in a way. There's this level of care to it that that needs to happen in this level of focus that I found to be really grounding and just really wonderful and helping me tune into my body and bring me back to myself. I think that there's something about forms of exercise and movement that require you to focus on a technique or a skill that kind of gets you out of your head a little bit and into your body and realize that there is more to it than trying to shrink yourself. You know what I mean? And they're also just as good as anything in my opinion, kind of better in a lot of the ways that I mentioned at helping you to build strength and get strong so that you can live your life and do things like, uh, fuck, like I did help my husband move a fucking refrigerator on (laughs) Friday night. Yes, we did that 10 out of 10 don't recommend, but there's something about being able to build that strength, lifting weights, I think particularly using kettlebells as a gateway that helps remind you how strong you are and helps you take that strength and translate it into other areas of your life, whether that's stuff that has to do with physical strength or stuff that has to do with mental and emotional strength. The other thing that I really appreciated about working with kettlebells when I first started is that ability to let yourself be ugly and kind of gritty and powerful all at once. I think as women in general, but particularly as a dancer, and if any of you have grown up in the dance world or other like aesthetically related art forms and activities, there can be this pressure to kind of be like gentle and graceful and dainty and subdued. And I feel like there's always this part of me that was just like a little bit more of a powerhouse and didn't want to be sweet and gentle. You know what I mean? And so they kind of gave me this permission to be ugly and to be gritty and to channel into that power that was within me all along. Um, and you too, and my clients too, because at the end of the day, that is what it's all about. I really do believe that kettlebells are a game changer. So I think there's also this 
I want to call it like limiting factor, but not in a bad way, in a good way. Sometimes you hear people say things like structure breeds creativity, kind of like that feeling that when you have to work within like a certain theme or you have a limited amount of choices for something that you're able to kind of break out of the box and get a little bit more creative working with what you have. I think kettlebells have this beautiful way because you can do a lot of things with them, but you can't do like every single thing ever with them that they really help you cut away, um, the bullshit and like the time wasters and just get in and out and do the things in your workouts that are going to help you get the job done, get on with it and get out so that you're not wasting like your entire life at the gym. You know what I mean? Cause I don't know about you, but I got shit to do you know, like a whole ass life to live outside of that. So, ah, all right. I think that's enough love for the kettlebells today. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned my new online group strength training program and community, Kettlebell Social. We focus a lot on kettlebell skills in there, but we're definitely not dogmatic about it. We use other equipment too. But if you're wondering if it's for you, it's great for people who have a history of being active and are already in the habit of working out, but want to get more into strength training and specifically kettlebells. If you're curious about level, the first six months of the program will give you all the building blocks you need to build a solid foundation in things like swings, cleans, presses, squats, carries, even things like windmills and short complexes. If you don't know what any of that is, but are curious... I got you. If you choose to continue after six months, you'll be able to join my long-term clients who are doing all sorts of fun and badass shit. Friends, the people who've been with me for a long time, we're doing things like snatches, Turkish get-ups, using double bells, switching hands, bottoms up, and a whole lot more. Playing kettlebells is a super fun way to lift. And so if you have a lot of previous kettlebell experience or a fellow fit pro, you can also jump in later in the program too. Link is in the show notes to learn more, get on the interest list and join us. That's all I've got for today. Have a great day. Have a great week. And we'll talk soon. Thanks again for tuning into Tough Cookie Talks. I'm so glad you're here. If you want to learn more about me and how we can work together, visit my website, itsjennaj.com or follow and tag me on Instagram at itsjennaj. I would love to hear from you. If you liked this episode and want to hear more, make sure you click subscribe and follow along so that you don't miss a single show. Then take a moment and leave me a five-star rating and review so that we can help this podcast and this message reach even more people. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.